Okay, sorry, we got cut off. So Samach Gimel Amad Beis, we are about 15 lines in, where the Mishnah said Beerus Tahira. So the Gemara goes to explain what exactly this Beerus is. So Beerus is a garter, which would keep, which would hold up the stockings. So that's considered a tar. It's not considered a beged. It's not clothing. It's just there to hold something up. So it's not considered a beged. It's not considered a cleat. So it's tar. But you could go out with it on Shabbos because it's there to hold your beged up. Amrav, you the Beerus Zuet Sada. Beerus really means an armband. Most of Yosef, Rav Yosef asks, Beerus Tahira of Yosef Shabbos. We have a bright, the Mishnah says that a beerus that is tar, and you could go out with it on Shabbos, but it sounds like an etzada would be tamay, etzada would be tummy, and you can't go out with it on Shabbos. So how could you tell me that a beerus is the same thing as an etzada? How could you tell me beerus, which was this garter, means an armband? So, so the Gemara says, sorry, the Gemara says, this is what it means to say, beerus tachas etzada oimedes, that if you didn't have an armband, you would use a garter to hold up your clothing, and that's why he called it an etzada. Yosef Ravin, Ravuna comment Rav Yimiyav. Yosef Yimiyav, a common name. He was dozing off. Yosef Ravin, Vekamar, Biris Baachas, Kekolim Bishtaim. The a garter was worn on Baachas on one leg, on one leg, while while these kavalim, a, a kavalim, which we'll see in, in a moment. Was Bishtaim was worn on both legs. Amalei Ravuna elu elu Bishtaim. No, both kvalim and garters were worn on both were worn on both legs. Umatilan shalashalos b'nei v'nasu kvalim. But when you put a chain between them, that's when they become kvalim. So now we know that kvalim means some type of handcuffs or like some type of a chain between legs. That's what a kvalim is. So the Gemara says, and therefore what? So kvalim make it mekabel tumah mana, and by putting a chain in between these two garters, that makes it mekabel tumah. So the Gemara says, maybe you'll tell me, yeah, once there's a chain there, it automatically becomes tummy because of this of a din of Rav Shmuel bar Nachmeni that we had before. Then Rav Shmuel bar Nachmeni and Rav Yochanan Minayin l'mashmiya kol bechli matochay shutami. How do I know that if a metal keli, we have this by the bells? If it makes noise, it's makabal tomash. Remember the post says by the war in Midian called Davar Shiyava Baesh. Anything that goes into Aish, Afilu Dibor, Davar Dibor, Bamash. Anything that makes noise needs to be uh needs to be matar, meaning it's makabal tomash. So maybe when you have a chain there, it makes noise. So the Gemara says, hold on, Bishlam Mahasam. When it comes to the bell, Kaboli, the color of Kabad Maisa, there's a whole point to it. It makes noise. You know the animal's coming. You know the kids are coming. There's something there. How come my mice cover? What type of noise are you making? Very nice that someone who's walking with these chains is going to make noise, but what's the point of this noise? So the Gemara says, The chain itself does something. What's the point of the chain? There's a certain family where in Yerushalayim where the girl, where this whole family, they took very long strides. And because of this, the girls, their basulois would fall out. And I guess they wanted to have their basulois still intact for different halachas, mesachtas ksubas. So they put these garters on them, and you had a chain between between them, and that chain would make sure that they couldn't take long strides. So mission accomplished. So you see the chain was there for a pur- for a purpose. So he tarbu So Rabbi woke up. Yeah, thank you. Good job. That is the pshat that Rabbi said and why these kevalim are considered 
Makabal Tuma, and that's why they are considered a Kali. So another halacha from Abiyachanan regarding Tuma, that Minayin La'arig, something that's woven, Kol Shuhu, even if it's a small amount, meaning you don't need a three by three, all those halachas, Shutame, it's Makabal Tuma. Where do I know this from? Mitzitz, from the Tzitz. The Tzitz was very small. And it was woven, and it was makabel tumah. So the Mark says, "Really, I'm going to buy aragu. The tzitz was considered woven. But time went in Tzitz came in tashlos of was a plate of gold. But its voice. It was two fingers wide. A muk of and and it went from the kain gadol's uh, ear to ear on his forehead. it had on two different lines. Yud and a hey lamala vekodesh lamid lamata. So he had either yud kevavke or just the yud hey." On top and Kodesh Lamed Lamata, Vamra Belezer Rabbi Yosi, and he east of the Ir Roimi. I saw it in, in the city of Rome, the cost of Kodesh Lashem, Mishita Achas. And it was on one line, not uh, two lines. Very interesting. The Chum did not agree to Rabbi Lezer Rabbi Yosi even after he said his uh, his shtickle. So, uh, Rav Salavechik, if you look in the Nefesh Harav, the Rav Shechter brings, he says the Pshat is the reason why they didn't want to listen to him is because. There, uh, we need a we need a Messiah. and since we need a Messiah, even though he might have seen it, since that wasn't the Messiah, he was wrong. A very interesting discussion that comes up regarding the bracha to make on rice, the concept of tchelas. So if you look in the Sefer Nefesh Arav from Rav Shechter, he quotes one of the shiurim that Rav gave, and this Gemara is quoted there as well. A fascinating discussion: Do we need a Messiah for? For uh, for mitzvahs and for our understanding of Torah. Next, either way, we have the kasha. The kasha is that how could you tell me that the tzitz was arug? Here, the brayse clearly said tzitz kemin tas shelzav. It was a piece of gold. So the gemara says That thing that I told you, I made a mistake. Baram, however, this is exactly what they said in the name of Yerchanan. Minan the tachshit kolshu shotame a tachshit kolshu an ornament. Uh, that's any size, doesn't have to be three fingers by three fingers, it's still makabal tuma. That's learned that from the tits, which was a tachshit. Forget about the arug. What about an arug, something that's woven, that's that's tummy, even if it's less than three by three? How do I know that? Ah, uh, different source, not from the tits. I know from Xerus Akasov. The Pusik says, Oi, beggar. What does Oi mean? Oi comes to include a arug uh, article that was woven. It's Metame, it's tame, it's makabotoma, even if it's very small. Turn around. Arakoshu tame. Vitakshit koshu tame. What about arig vitakshit koshu tame? What if I have a uh, an arig and a takshit that's koshu? So together, it's it's half woven, half ornament. It's also makabotoma. Musav sak ala begach tam mishim arig. Sak, sackcloth, is more tame than a begad because. It's it's considered arug, so a bega needs to be three by three. But a sock is tummy even if it's less than three by three. So now we're gonna bring a proof for each of these things. So I'm gonna have an arig kolshu tame. I don't know that arig kolshu that woven uh, woven articles are tame even less than three by three. Even kolshu it's tame. That's from oibegad as we just mentioned. Takshe kolshu tame. That an ornament is tummy, even if it's very small. That's learned out from tits, from the tits. That was a gold plate. Arig v'tachshit, if I have an arig and a tachshit together, which don't fit specifically the xeris akos of oibeged, or learning out from the tits, because it's combined arig and a tachshit. How do I know that? Me kol klimaseh, from the plus success, kol klimaseh. 
and then he put together. So that would be Makabal Tamasiv. That Pasik is talking about by Tamas Midyan, where there it was Tamas Mace. How do I know that this would apply to Sharats? Other types of Tamar Malay, Gamar, Kli, Kli Mihasam, Xerasakas of Kli, Kli from there. And that's why this would be the halacha, whether it's Tomas Sheretz or Tomas Mace Shkoyach.